This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. That's true. He was he did seem angry, but then he was like, attention, all y'all players and pimps, right here is the place to be. Can I make it damn no. right? I'd be on the next uh, like first class pay cash to the next bear white. white. Is there a guest that's coming on? There is. So. Are we ready for me to drop the link? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, 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 how, how do you know him? I'm, um, I'm just kind of curious. So, I'm trying to hear the backstory. Let's find that out on the recording. Okay. Yeah, let's. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's Story a good idea. Recording. Okay, so he, we somehow ended up following each other through or not. the show, not through the pod, and then we chatted one day and found out we live like an hour apart. There you go. So. Hey guys, it's Sean. <laughs> and welcome back to Laughter the Club. Uh, tonight we have with us Jeanette, Barrett, Pamela. We have Flem and M. We have, I think probably Bruce, but it could be Lou. Um, we have Johnny down in Florida. We have Mike Ryan fan account. Yeah. We have Pal Crystal. And joining us this evening, our special guest, baseball coach, school teacher. Dan Levitard, show fan, um, coach of a upcoming Dodger, which I'm excited about. Um, Sean, I'm going to go Fraylin, but please correct me if I'm wrong. So you hit it. Joining us. That's it. Great. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you guys for having welcome, me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. So glad to be here. So, um, Sean, tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself. How you got into the show? You know, um, why the hell you listen to us, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I guess it was uh, it was right after my daughter was born. My daughter's now five and was just kind of sitting at home doing the dad thing for the first, you know, a uh, few months and just stumbled, stumbled upon it and um, just really fell in love with the looks like game. It was around tournament time. And I know that's been a lot of answers for a lot of people, but um, yeah, I'm just scrolling across the screen, reading all those and, and 
just chuckling like crazy. So um, that's where I think the first love fell. Um, and that was back, I think even before, I think it was right before they launched on ESPN. Uh, what was the ticket? Where was it? Where was they at? I need a ticket. No, on um, a fuse. Fusion. Yeah, fusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I stumbled across it, but yeah, thank God I did, man. Right on. Well, did um, you find it on AM radio? Because I know around that time in Roanoke, that's where I found Love Card Show was on the, randomly on AFN, I think like nine. He just said Fusion TV. I know, but it was still on Fusion when they were still on Fusion during the time. No, but no, that present that presents the funnier question because is it weirder to find something new on AM radio or Fusion TV? Because I'd say <laughs> Fusion TV is weirder than AM radio. Why were you on Fusion TV, Sean? Um, because I had a three-month-old who kept screaming, and I just tried to find something that would work, and um, so that was it. I mean, it was it was like love at first sight. Um. And, and the craziest thing is like it, it completely turned my process of thinking about sports. I mean, I know it did for most of you guys, but for me, it was, it was like a total 180. Um, and it's actually one of the reasons I'll be honest. Um, now that I'm out of coaching, I, I'm not sure I ever want to go back to be honest. So just seeing everything from a different light. Right on, right on. Um, so we're going to throw it out to uh, your quasi neighbor as far as closer than the rest of us, I guess. Pamela Lace. Hey, Sean, how are you? I am awesome. Just wonderful. It is so good to see you. Oh, you too. We're like best internet friends because <laughs> we're neighbors. And yeah. Um, so my question is going to be, I hope I'm not stepping on Bruce's toes because he'll send me pictures of Pete if I am, but what are your go-to places to eat in Roanoke and why? Oh, I'll hit it off the spot. Um, there are a couple places on the outskirts of Roanoke. Um, most people that come to Roanoke go for like the downtown scene, but it's, I'll be honest, um, that was a early twenties thing. And it's been a long time since hitting up the downtown scene, but there's a couple places um, on the outskirts. I know one is Remy's. Um, and then there's also one in Salem, which is Salem is, if you know, uh, this area is right adjacent to Roanoke, um, Mac and Bob's in Salem is, um, is always, uh, a winner for us. My wife grew up in Salem. Um, so she visited there for years on years and went to Roanoke college. So that was like her dive slash restaurant forever. So. Those two places are excellent. Mac, Mac and Bob's has a killer. Uh, uh, crap, I forgot what it is. I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, you're, crush, you're crushing it tonight. By, by, All right. Bruce, Bruce, I, I, Bruce, I actually, Bruce, Bruce. I used to live, I actually lived, I lived in Salem. I lived behind the Walmart in Salem for uh, 
eight years. Eight, like years. literally in the park, not <laughs> right yeah, yeah. The under the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody look like they live behind the Walmart more than Bruce? <laughs> <right now? laughs> I think what you were looking for is the Boston zone. It's like um, the it's cow like, zone. That's the word I couldn't yeah. remember. It was the cow zone. Yeah. <laughs> so their so their Boston zone is. Um, is chicken finger it's like a buffalo chicken finger in a calzone with and just slather it with ranch and it's huge it's so big yeah it is calzoned it is. out yeah. there's a place and i can't remember the name of it there's a mexican place in Bogota that is so good and now i can't remember because we would stop, we stop on the way to Roanoke and eat in Botetourt, and then eat when we get there. And yeah, is it, is it Alejandro's? Yes, it is. Yeah, so good, so good. Anyway, we're getting super deep <laughs> uh, into like small Southwest towns. Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I'll pass it on to someone else. All right. Well, thank you for that, Pammy. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to throw it out to Barrett, who I think fancies, uh, well, I think he's about to be a jackass. No, no, I would never. Sean. What's up, B? Real reason that you're here, let's all just put it aside. You coached Nick Robertson, the said-to-be next ace for the Dodgers. Is that correct? Uh, Yes, that that is correct, yes. All right, so can you please defend his two-inning outing that he put in this this spring training where he got absolutely shelled and, at, and has a 19 ERA at the moment? Sure. So as his high school pitching coach, um, he <laughs> has not had a lot of time. Um, gosh, this kid, if, if – the others that are listening do not know who this kid is. He is 6'6", 260 pounds. Oh, he's um, a giant. He's absolutely country, a defensive end. Just a just a flat out country guy that um, can throw it as hard as you know as anyone. But anyways, he um, he has only had maybe nineteen or twenty games in the minors, which is nuts because he is actually projected to start off in triple a this year and he once he left jmu and graduated i think he was seventh rounder he um he really has not had a what you would call a minor league stint which is pretty interesting um yeah, for a guy a- who got invited to spring training this year so um he's more of a two-pitch guy um you know mid-90s and big hammer curve. Um, and I, I spoke with Nick um, a week or so ago after his very first outing, which went wonderful. And I was the curse because ever since it has not went as good. So, so that's two outings to, to record the two innings I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah. No, times. his, yeah. His second outing, he actually, they actually walked off the field. Um, it was at the end of an inning and he couldn't he couldn't get a guy out and to end the inning so it is they just make up their own stuff as they go kind of like hour after hours right <laughs> he literally doesn't he doesn't know how spring training works so yeah not a thing bruce <laughs> yeah. has a question yeah what high school what high school did you i mean was it a high school in roanoke did you teach that franklin county okay yeah 
Yeah, and you know, I saw he just he he was like you said he he just got sent down what like the last day or so. Um, but when you look at their pitching staff, it's kind of a tough nut to crack to some degree right now. So I mean, just being like you said, for the amount of time he's had in minors to come in at triple A is, is not saying nothing at all. Um, Jeanette, our other resident Dodgers fan, would you like to chime in? Uh, absolutely. So first of all, that was such a long answer to just tell Barrett it's spring training. It doesn't matter. Okay. Last year was COVID season. Not the, you know, those guys, they really didn't get the opportunity. So you could have just kept it at it's spring training. It doesn't matter, Barrett. Uh, so my actual question to you was, let's say this year, because I'm looking at their schedule in July, early July, there's an opportunity for the Dodgers to play the Nationals. So if let's say Nick was get to called up and it was during this series, would you contact him and say, can I get some tickets? I really want to see you because um, me, I would do that. I would have no shame in doing that if I was in that position. I mean, there's a little Stugats in all of us, Jeanette. So um, I I may, I don't know. I, I would honestly probably just purchase the tickets myself and just let them know that I'm going to be there. Um, so, and as Jeanette shakes her head, no, go the cheap route, ask for the tickets, right? Yes. Um, Flags. Yeah. I, I love Sean explaining the visible thing going on. Sean's doing a better job at producing this podcast than everybody else explaining what's going on visibly. Thank I've you. listened to it enough. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's second nature at this point. Just, just let the audience know. But uh, no, I would, um, I would probably contact him, but no, I, I would, I would honestly just uh, probably purchase him on my own. So I, I um, to your point about the audio, oh, Jesus Christ, my dogs are losing it. Okay. Well, never, Finney. never. Ne I'm just gonna throw it to Aaron and put myself back on mute for now. Here, I know, I know what Jeff was gonna say. What Jeff was gonna say is, if you can get him tickets for Jeanette and him <laughs> the next time, if you can reach out for him, that's what Jeff was going to say. No, no, no. That's not what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> what I was gonna say was to the point of the uh, this being an audio medium and not a visual medium. I'm going to point this out anyway. Has anybody been watching the baseball going on in Aaron's window behind him reflecting off of his television? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can see just over the back of his head, there's just a baseball game going on. No, I was listening to Sean talk because he's our guest on the podcast. Well, all right. You know what? We're throwing it out to Phlegm. Phlegm, what do you got? All right. I'm here. I got, I got some real hard-hitting questions, Sean. So earlier... First, I was going to have some fun, but earlier you mentioned when you got into the show and it made you almost basically do a career change. So what about the show made you look at the coaching lifestyle or coaching personality and make a change? Was it the show only? Was it something going on at the same time? Was it kind of a bunch of things involved? And then what was the change? What are you up to now? Yeah, so, and I think Pam knows this a little bit um, and maybe even Lou a little bit being from uh, from around this area, like this area is so different and it um, being someone who listens to the show and gets the show and understands the meaning behind, you know, what Dan does and what, you know, the, the things that he tries to, to get across to uh, the mass media, you know, it's, 
it's crazy because, I mean, if not for Pam, I wouldn't even know anybody in this state that's a Lebatard show fan. Like, it, you know, um, so when it came to how do I make this switch or how do I make this, um, you know, change of being this coach and being there for these guys for eight or nine years, um, you know, my daughter was born and I think it was maybe three or four months into the last season that I coached that it just, it felt to me like I was missing out at home. And um, I told Pam earlier tonight that I just wanted honestly to be a dad and not have to worry about the coaching responsibilities. Cause guys with, um, I mean, I don't know if, if you guys know this or not, but like with baseball um, at the high school level, you get paid next to nothing. And the time that's not only spent with the the players and other coaches developing um, outside of the season, but when it came to making that decision, I mean, it was it was no doubt. It was like, all right, so the things that I'm listening to on a daily basis now lend itself to like who I really was um, as a as a person who loves to joke and carry on and you know, pull pranks and, and just find the funny and everything. And uh, that's not something that I could do in co coaching. Um, I, cool. I, I think um, you could probably send Stan Van Gundy some advice, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, after hearing Thursday's show, uh, Stu just ripping him for Zion and um, uh, Ingram. And then he had to throw it on Stan. Oh gosh, I felt so bad. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a safety net pull where you pull like your reserve uh, parachute because the main one didn't open. He was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to pull this and hope that I survive. But is it not the best that that Dan catches him like every time? It's like, how are you guys not reading off a script? Seriously, it's it's true. Um, well, anyway, I I well, thank you for your answer. I actually was hoping to catch Flem off guard when I threw it to him because he was being a jackass and I didn't catch him off guard. He he did wonderfully. So that's frustrating for me, but it was actually Aaron's turn and I, I cut him off before. So Aaron, would you mind? Um, yeah, I would mind, but, um, <laughs> go anyway, so, um, Sean, just, just a forewarning, I don't read the group text, so I had no idea what I was jumping into tonight. So it was a wonderful surprise to, to meet you. Um, however, I didn't really come prepared with a question, so I just came up with one off the top of my head. So when you were coaching, let's say out of a full season, I don't know, what, I, I don't even remember what high school baseball seasons, how long they are. How many games would you get thrown out in a year? Are you with their umps? All right, so um, this is an excellent question, Aaron, and it's going to bring out the best story of the night. Um, so my very first year, 22 years old, um, my, my very first year actually was a head coach of our JV team, and uh, the guy that was helping me, I don't know, he was probably early 30s or something like that. So it's my first year, first year teaching, first year coaching, trying to make a name for myself, all this stuff. And we are just getting our ass handed to us one day. And I mean, it's like a Saturday afternoon and I am ready to just get tanked somewhere that night. And these kids um, 
can't hit and they can't field. And I think it was, it was like a play at second base. Like it, we had a guy I called the steal and the guy got thrown out. Well, I go out and argue um, to no avail, but so the field umpire um, ends up putting me in what I would call timeout. Um, I was, <laughs> I was, uh, no longer able to come on the field. I was to coach from the dugout the rest of the game. Um, and I could do whatever I wanted to from the dugout, but I was confined to the dugout. Oh, like a normal sports coach. <laughs> uh, well, at that point, I was just hoping he would run me so I could just, you know, hop in the truck and head home and tell him I'll see him on Monday. Well, hold on. Jim, is, there better, is there better trash talk in a small town than I'll see you on Monday? I feel like that's <laughs> ultimate small town trash talk. Like, you th you forgot there's only a hundred of us around here. I'll see you. <laughs> I like um, the thing is like, you mean because you, you work with him. You work with him, so you're going to see him on Monday. Yeah, it's like at the water cooler. So No, it's um, even that. better just at the, at the local diner for breakfast. Like, I'll see you while we're picking up donuts for the family on Monday. No, at the Roanoke. Oh, no, when it's Girl Scout cookie season and he's coming to your door with his little girl and you're just like, nope, boom, oh, slam the door it. in their face. Wow. All right. So I'll give you, hey, I'll give you round two real quick. So, um, and this ties into Levitard um, and it's not getting thrown out, which I think I probably should have been yelled at from probably the, the opposing coach. The last year that I played, the, that last year that I coached, we were beating um, a team pretty bad and this kid rips a single uh, to left field and he hit it hard and he absolutely pimps it to first base. And we were beating them by at least 10 runs and me being the opposing coach on the opposite team just yelled run. And I look back now and think, God, you are such a jackass. Like, what were you doing? Like <laughs> telling, telling a kid from he's freaking, 17 years old yelling at a kid from the opposing team to run to first base like <laughs> God, what an idiot what's the youngest uh, age of a child that you just screamed at not counting my own yeah not counting your own because they're all awful <laughs> um so i taught elementary pe for almost 10 years so five probably taught to you know, it's a stretch of a verb there, but we'll use taught for that. Make you funny. Uh, Jeff seemed to disappear. So <laughs> I, I think uh, I'm going to play this by like ear of who's more likely to fall asleep before we see them just disappear. <laughs> and that's not you, Pam, because Pam, that's not you, Pam. Oh. That's our, our president and founder who just had his pod drop this week. So Eric. Eric. Mike Ryan fan account. It's gonna fall asleep. What you got for Sean? You're probably right. Oh, that's go piss Mike Ryan fan account to you. Yeah. Um. Let's see, Sean. What do I want to know? What uh? What sports <laughs> mascot would you pick to take on fire? Eric, don't cover up your mouth while you're talking into a mic. Jesus. A Be worse. Uh, no, restart the question. Hold on. Hold on. Hold it. on. <laughs> for those Eric, who don't know, didn't hear our, the question. Yeah. He he That's covered our... his mouth. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think, man. That's our. Hey, well, I'll, I'll, hey listen. I, I will. I will do your. Um, 
I will do your due diligence and fill while you're um, thinking. So I, I honestly wanted to come on with, um, I, with a throwback from the local hour that I look like a poor man, Sam Decker from the Wisconsin Badgers or just uh, 90% of any Wisconsin Badger point guard from 2000 to 2010. <laughs> Absolutely. That's spot on right there. He looks sneaky athletic for sure. That should be your name on Twitter. Any Wisconsin point guard from I forgot the dates already, but <laughs> leaking confidence all over. He, he gave up so fast. You can hear the positive like, I'm done. Uh, He's just walking. Somebody away. save me. Yeah. Uh, to the ocean, pal. So to the moon. So, Eric, did you have the raptor question, or did you yeah, look at you? I have the raptor question. Can you hear me good? Yep. yep. Now we can. Cool. I love your accent, Sean. By the way, and your you have a pretty uh, pretty lit mic there. But anyway, my question is: What sports mascot would you pick to take on five full-ass raptors in the game of NBA regulation in basketball? Does it have to? To be a certain sport athlete or a mascot? No. Any Stanford tree. That's an awful answer. It's well, always a good also answer. Not, it was also not a question posed to Jeff. I was trying oh, to Sean, help. you muted yourself. Hey, Jeff, yeah, I was dogs. hoping you guys would fill. Okay, um, you want me to fill? I'll fill here. <laughs> Earlier, what, before we I was recording. filling with Stanford uh, tree, and you guys I'm, gave me crap for it. I mean, you pick a tree. Answer. I'm gonna do like a tree and leave. No, I'm gonna fill it here. What you if I said the Toronto fan? Raptors? That's a good answer. A lot of people so, answer that. Raptor versus Raptor. Does anyone know what a Titan is? Well, no. It's what loses to uh Trojan. It's a Nissan truck. But are you talking about the Tennessee Titans? Because their mascots are raccoon. No. Tighten up. <laughs> what a Titan is, you idiot. Not what their mascot is. Thank you, Johnny. But it's, but it's yeah. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. They also have a Titan. They have both. Okay. We're going out to Johnny now because we've skipped him four times in a row. Johnny, do you have a question? Yes, uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, so my, my question is, uh, since you are, of course, a former baseball coach, um, who would be uh, in which position out of either the laughter after hour crew, or if that's too like vague, the Levitard show, who would play what position in the field? Additionally, what is laughter after hour? He's yeah, what'd you just say? I guess. How but, do you mess with the name of the podcast that we are on? Well, uh, so build a baseball Super, team. Super Bowl week. Build a baseball team of Mama. Uh, Moderna. <laughs> I think we're all putting Billy in right field, right? Oh yeah. Billy's in right. Billy. Billy's button, so he's uh, he's right. clean it for me. But he's. I mean, he's in right. Like, you got to hide your your weakest defender. So I'm putting Billy in right. Butterflies and yeah. Um, I think we put. Uh, let's see, we got to put Fat Face either at first or catcher. Catcher, right? Yeah. No, um, he has no arm. No, put him, I put him see, at I, one. 
I see. I got him as like an Adrian Gonzalez, like doing the splits and catching it. Like, oh, you're saying he's doing first both? Base. You're saying first, he's no, doing first, both? No, first base. First base. You know, doing AC splits. He's playing a little catcher, too. Don't get it twisted now. Here, here's why Dan's catcher. Because I imagine Mike Ryan has to be pitcher, and Dan has to coach Mike Ryan to make sure everything's going. So Dan has to be catcher because there's nobody else that's going to be pitcher here. But unless you say there's not pitcher because, Sean, it's your team, then I'll be wrong. So go ahead. I'm putting Chris at shortstop. There's no doubt. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if he plays shortstop for a co-ed league in South Miami, then, I mean, he, that's where he's going. Um, so that's a given. I think we have, we got to put Witty at second just because he's scrappy, right? You got your little scrappy second baseman. Um, so Witty's, Witty's Anyways, at second. Keep going, keep going. Let's see yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Probably put a mean in center. That way he can uh, he can cover Billy's part of the outfield as well, um, just like the kid in the Bad News Bears, you know, just flies over and catches everything right in front of the uh, the other players. Um, let's see. I think we probably get uh, we probably get Roy at third. Um, I think that's a solid choice. And let's see. I can Anybody see Roy else having a cannon. I think we're just missing second and left, unless I missed one. Woody's oh, got, got second. He got second here. Okay. Yeah, Woody's on field. Second. I think just left field. Uh, I, I have it written down. Left field's uh, pitcher, and then I didn't know if you put Dan at first or catcher. Dan was catcher. Johnny Gill. I'm pretty Well, I, um, I want to know this answer. No, that was yeah. good note-taking. I'm not no, even like, great. you saved us there. I got Morgan in left field, and I got Jeanette <laughs> as third base coach. Uh, Good let's dance, Jeanette. Be... I, I think there's not a doubt in my mind he's going to. Well, <laughs> that would be that would be Aaron unmuting his television, I believe. Oh, just fired off a cookie. <laughs> um, what is yeah, wonderful spot? It was unfair to ask you to name an eleven team. Uh, roster when we just confirmed that you don't listen to our podcast and we only give you Dan Levitard. So that was rude on our part. So we'll uh, follow Jeff. That that wraps up the roster unless you have some random answers to wrap that up. Um, I guess we got to put um, so we got to put Stu somewhere. Um, oh, oh, Stu's manager. Stu's pitching coach so he can walk out to the mound and just be like a weird sleazy guy and be take like the take the ball people. From him, I actually yeah. actually have him paying off the umpires at the at the umpire meeting or the coaches meeting right before the first mm. pitch is thrown. He's is he's dab he's dabbing you up with some pine tar when he hands you over the ball, giving you the nail file, you know, respect to the Necro brothers. Uh I have a I have a question. She said Sean, Necro. Necro. I said Necro. Bill. <laughs> Canceled. Pow. Pow, please. Uh, Morgan, uh, for those who don't know, our foreign correspondent just joined Morgan. Oh, hi, Morgan. hi, Morgan. Hello, friends. Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Hello. Hi, Morgan, everybody. Hi, Coach. Nice to see you. You can't see me. I'm eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <sighs> With shrimp? There's shrimp. Shrimp. Hmm? Mm. These ones um, came from the exotic land of the United States, all the way from my bestie Pam in Virginia. Oh, it's because it costs sixteen dollars a box there. 
Yeah, it costs $66 to send them. Um, okay. Sean, um, my question is, and this is only really probably going to make sense to me and you, uh, thoughts on the community in? Um, don't go alone and try not to stay past midnight. Ooh, I disagree. I love the community in. I mean, before it burnt down, it was the best. It was the best. <laughs> That is the most me, Sean. thing that I've ever heard. Yeah. It, you know what we should do? We should talk about streets that only Lou and Sean know of for the next hour and really hit that target audience of a How one How do I help you, give you, Lou? 220. Sean, didn't you have a question about songs for us? Great work. Oh, my gosh, Barrett. I've been just oh, flabbergasted God. at this question i'm so i'm just racking my brain um so i heard a song on the radio the other day that i thought you know what that song is better in the clean edited version the radio cut than it is in the uncut version on a track and what? i got to thinking wait a second how many songs are out there that some people like better on the radio edit versus the clean, you know, versus the okay. track version. Can I jump in? Cause I, I have the nuts. I'm, I'm so afraid somebody taking it. Jig you away. Have the nuts? You're saying Jig you've away. got pocket aces. Pocket play. aces. Jig away. Jig away is the cleanest, away. is the cleanest version of a song that was just so much better than anything else. So jig away is my answer. I have another one, which I don't think y'all will get, but I'll keep that in the back pocket. My other two aces, but Sean, since you've been producing this, you get to pick who's next. All right, let's go to Jeff. We got to see what Jeff's come up with. All right, so I was thinking about this, and I was really, really struggling because pretty much always, like, the dirty version is better. The, the, only, the only one I, like, that came to mind, like, that was, like, maybe not worse, worse was a... Uh, you remember Shake It Fast or like quote unquote Shake It but Mystical? Shake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake that. So, so yeah. shake your ass or whatever. But, but yeah. So I guess, I guess that would be the one that was like close for me. So, nah. but, but that was a good song though, either way. My question was always why is Mystical yelling at me? That's true. He was, he did seem angry, but. Then he was like, attention, all y'all players and pimps, right here is the place to be. Pal, go. All right. Uh, Best I ever had by Drake, the clean version I like more. Also, uh, what's that one song about the Black Eyed Peas? Let's get it started. I like it. I like the clean version better. Um, As as opposed to to Let's Get Sharded. Hey, how about one answer? Sorry, sorry that was I, I and my joke was awful. Also, I'll just I'm gonna step out. Yeah, now. you I'll really do. I'll go to the ocean. I've got one. The dogs are barking. Hold again. on, no, we can't just pal finish your two and then we'll move on to. Uh, yeah. So let let's get it started by the Black Eyed Peas. A great song to lead into a good playoff game on TNT. Uh, and I also like the clean version. So that's all, right, all I got. Yeah. So anyway. Also, Sean, hold on one second. I got one more because I, I meant to ask this earlier. Out of your Levitard lineup that you mentioned earlier, which one out of the guys looks like they can pimp one out to right field 
as you had mentioned earlier, I have never heard of someone pimping one out. And I love oh that as a God, term for hitting baseball. a baseball. First off, he pimped out to left field. You've never just, heard of pimping a hit? You don't watch you just, baseball. You just pimped this topic out. You just pimped this topic out to right field. No, Let's you don't watch baseball started. either, clearly, if that's how you get that expression. Here, Sean, Attention, Sean. all so, y'all players and pimps <laughs> right here is the place to be. Yes, Jess. Sean, think about so that the, answer. And yeah. Then, Let's get your question to songs going so we make this one segment as we call it. I have one. I have one. Nelly Country Country Grammar. It's a solid choice. Sing it, Lou. Yeah. Win Diamond. I'm not a singer. Sorry. Come on, do it. You got the mic. You have a guitar. You're a singer. All this silence is great. Who's All right, Pam. Um, Justin Bieber, love yourself. Love that. I like that much better. Oh, good one. That's good. Um, Creep by Radiohead. I like the clean version better. Um, you're so fucking special just doesn't fit. Like the Barrett and I talked about it earlier. It does something weird and it makes the music not fit with the lyrics. So the clean version is better. Cause yeah, Flam's a creep. Jeff's just found his lane. How he's annoying is he now? <laughs> Mine's kind of cheating. My favorite radio version is Who Are You by The Who because they don't actually bleep out the word fuck. You can still hear, who the fuck are you? When that line comes up. Cool. What's your favorite clean Whoa, version? Hold, hold, hold on. Everybody. Radio wait. clean, same thing. Whoever did the lip smack right after Barrett in that silence, cut up Barrett doing that with the lip smack. And then just, that's what I want to hear is Barrett. Sorry. <laughs> it's Morgan. You should have seen my face too. <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to because the lip smack said it. I was like, why did somebody hate what Barrett said so much? <laughs> Jeanette, I think you're the one person left. Maybe Johnny. I don't know. Sean, you're controlling this. Yeah, no, I had actually had the opposite um, effect, Morgie. I thought it was um, that you were a big fan of The Who on that. Yeah. In my head, I'm just going, Who are you? Remind me of CSI. All right, Johnny. What you got? So I'm I'm very happy that no one called this one out. I was terrified. But back that thing up versus back that ass up. Felt like it, it worked pretty well and was no. very popular in middle oh. school dances. Horrible take. Yeah. That's an Let's see who we got. Morgie, did you have one? Oh, no. Nah, sorry. Jeff just ruined me. <laughs> Jeanette has one. When, when an apple... No, that's all. Apple a day. All right, Aaron. or Aaron? Oh, there we go. Um, I have so, a bit. No, go um, ahead, Aaron. No, you go, Jeanette. I'm not going. You go. No, you hang up. No, you first. All right. Uh, I have a very specific song, and it's uh, it's been re- redone. So it's a very specific song by a specific person, and it is the clean version of. California Love as sung by one Gregory P. Cody. That is the shit. 
She might have the nuts. She's too good at this. I hate you so much for being so good at this. Not so fair. much better than all of us. Yeah. It's just Ugh. consistent, too. It's just, she's just always there, listens to our shit and then waits for the moment. Fuck she's you. She's always so much better than the rest of us. Let's hide her. So one for fun for your game before we get your answer was Ain't No Nan. Remember Miami? Uh, I don't think you there's just skip else people to go, often right? for fun, Flem. Do you enjoy just skipping people? Is that what you do? You just want to take over? You can't control yourself? He just no rolls fun. over you. He goes over you. He's just you lose yourself in the moment. Is this the Flem show with <laughs> others or is this Laughter the Club? I mean, what the hell, Flem? Oh, it's Flemmy Friends. Again? It's oh, called no. Flemmy Friends. friends. Yeah. Did you go see ahead, how mad Pal was just then? Pal came in there so mad because he was like, you're right. Fuck Flynn rolling over all of us. I'm with you, Aaron. Thank you, Pal. No one's ever supported Aaron like that. I was trying to pimp out a question for so long and I didn't get to get it out. I mean, it took five minutes. You took longer than Sean's answered his first two questions. You've been Aaron, up to midweek benches. Aaron, what's your song? <laughs> okay, so in one of our warm-up songs in, in, our, in basketball was the clean version of My Life by The Game with Lil Wayne. And it literally had hardly any words for the first minute and a half. It just had the in, like the, in, the instrumentals. And it sounds stupid, but when you're warming up, it sounds really tight. Oh, I've got a good one of those. At Collingwood, at Collingwood Games, they used to play Black Skinhead by Kanye, but they didn't play a single word, just... <laughs> Because like, they c- couldn't play a single word. But like before a game, it's, they're not, it's not a bad tune to get pumped up to. I'm looking at a bunch of white faces not wanting to talk about Black Skidhead. Censored music. Good warm-up tunes? Is that what we're learning? Uh, well, hold on. Sean, what's your song? All right. So I felt like I had the pocket aces, but after Jeanette's answer, obviously not. So I did have Nelly Country Grammar and also had another Nelly song, Ride With Me. Oh, dude, that is, I think that's his best song. I'm not listening to any Nelly censored. Fuck that. Can I make a damn right? I'd be on the next Uh, first class. Next next bear white. white. It's sitting next to who, Jeff? What did you see next to? Stop. Vanna Vanna White. Vanna White. That's what, what I meant to say, but Bruce cut. Do you know that um, he was I from Sydney? He's lived there. <laughs> Morgan Powell doesn't like it when people jump in. No, he doesn't like you. All right, so we give Powell his time to to actually ask his question. He okay. still hasn't yeah. actually done. Okay, um, so let's play a little game of frail in, frail out. On uh, some oh, famous TV that? coaches here. We're doing this? <laughs> frail in, frail out. <laughs> Coach from through. Cheers. Pow, power through. Coach from Cheers. Ooh. Frail in, frail out. Could he Important motivate question. you to pitch on your best day? Mm, I got to go frail out. It's 2021. Yes. Okay. Frail in. Frail out. Irv Blitzer from Cool Runnings, played by John Candy. Ooh, I gotta go. Frail in, absolutely. John Candy, the Candy Man. I think, I think that's a consensus. Frail in from everyone else as well. Okay, final. Frail in, frail out. Coach Carter, 
the Lila gentleman. Absolutely. Frail in. Frail in. Frail in. Very good. So that's three frail ins, one frail out. Okay, now a quick game of Sean. No, Sean? no, no, no. You Just, had your game. Hold on. I think okay. that we all need all right. to call was, you out. I don't, I don't really have yeah. any questions. I don't know. You got confident yeah, sorry, there. Yeah. You thought you oh, had to. God. Yeah, yeah. I was gaining yeah. steam. I, you were not. <laughs> but we need to talk about important coaches he missed. So let's go through that. How do you not do Al Pacino any given Sunday? And I'm just starting this off, and I'm going to filibuster for everybody else to go with this. There's so many other coaches that Denzel, you missed. Remember Rodney Dangerfield, fight? Ladybugs. Coach oh, Taylor. Wait not to be myopic, Sean. I, I, was, I was feeding my dogs and fish, and I came in late. What was the topic? Famous, we're talking some famous coaches. Fictional. Oh, Herman fi- Byrne. Okay, so um, what was, um, oh God, I'm blanking on his name. The guy that would definitely kick your ass, the coach from The Replacements. Gene, Gene Hackman. Jimmy Gene Bubba, Hackman uh, from The Replacements. Jeff, uh, why are we thinking the same exact thing? I because Luke, we, have the same, we always have the same brain. That's how hey, it always Jeff works. Jeff and Lou have a podcast. In case anybody didn't know that, Jeff and Lou have a podcast. Aaron, what coach did he miss? Uh, did anybody ever watch Division Three Football's Finest when it was on Netflix? Never mind. Morgan, what coach did he miss? <laughs> okay, number one, fuck off, Flem. Number two. This is jackass. <laughs> Nobody watched that shit. What the hell are you talking about? He, he missed that Jen Gordon from Hard Knocks. No, it's a comedy. It's a parody movie. I was being serious. He's the best coach on TV. Jackasses. Chubbs Peterson, Happy Gilmore, frail in, frail out. <laughs> game, frail out. Sean, uh, Ted Lasso is probably the oh, one. No, no, I got another one. This is old school. Uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Started Tyrese's career on the bus, right? I look Tyrese. at him as more of a teacher than a coach, though. No, because no? remember, no, because he 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 got a job for George uh, with Georgetown, and they played that joke on him, and he thought that he was getting punked, so he quit. But then he yeah. made a commitment to the high school team that he was going to stick around, and so the coach was like, "Hey, I feel bad," but uh, the coach of Georgetown came back. He said, "Sorry, coach, I made a promise to the high school kids, so he stuck around." Holly um, Robinson, hate, hate. Wait. Jeanette, Jeanette, what was the coach from King of the Hill that always made everybody want that he always just said take a salt tablet no matter what oh, happened? Uh... Is like, like coach, I swallowed <laughs> I swallowed I swallowed a bunch of mud. Take a salt take a salt tablet. Oh. I I don't remember but my nomination is a Danny O'Shea from Little Giants. Oh, much love to the great yeah. that is Rick Moranis. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, baby. Um, no one's gonna get this reference, but I'm going Coach Beast from Glee. Oh yeah. I didn't even okay. understand. Oh, thank you, my, your my, my musical theater friend. <laughs> Jeff Patches O'Houlihan. Frail it's... in, frail out. Mm. Frail in all day. Frail out. My, my no, limit. Sean. Yeah. What? Sean. Patches. He said Shaw. If you're an all the ball. <laughs> what accent was that? I don't that know. Was like, that was a limited fake patches of Hulahan. It was a terrible. That was why we were doing Sean Connery. 
The watch. watch. He's dead. Oh god. Patches. What do you got for us? My all-time favorite coach, Coach Tim Jerns. Wow. R.I.P. And he's not even here to hear you say it. Because he's dead. (laughs) Because he's dead. Uh, Has anybody been watching Last Chance You on Netflix around the East Los Angeles Community College basketball team? They have one kid who's going to a USC. KJ Allen. There we go. There we go. We're about to. Speaking of which, let's talk about the Sweet Sixteen for a brief moment, shall we, friends? No, no, we shut out. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about no, the Sweet we Sixteen. Won't. No, we won't. Actually, Jeff, no, we won't. Do I'm you agree with Lou? Hey, we... Lou, do you have? Hey, Lou, do you have? Actually, you know what, J- Sean? Sean, I actually, I do have a question for Sean. Um, what is what is your thoughts on the Texas Tavern? Ooh, Texas right? Tavern is late night clutch, and can soak up any alcoholic beverage you ever so- consumed. What's what's your go-to? Because for me, it's the cheesy Western. Bowl with. Bowl with. Yep. Have you ever been there when they've kicked someone out for cursing? Ooh, no, I have not. Apparently, they they I I didn't realize it, but th- there's a rule that you're not allowed to curse in there. And I've seen some people curse, and the guy was like, "That's your first warning," and he said, "Screw this or fuck this," and then he was like, "That's it, you're out." And the guy was like. Like it's like he knew he was gonna kicked out. He was like it was like a rite of passage for him. He's just like slammed his fist down and he just walked out. Right. Like, and it what? yeah, I was like, what's going on? This is like 2009. Can you get kicked out for like cursing? It was, yeah. It was yeah. at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Barrett. I appreciated that. So so again, let's right. talk about the Sweet 16 and. There, you know, there's 25 percent of the teams that are from no, the Pac-12. No, we're not doing this. And hey, if, you, if you really think about it, oh, Jeff, shut the fuck we're, up. We're on minute. Frail in, frail out. Gordon Bombay, as an actual hockey coach, did you believe the performance that you were seeing on screen? Totally frail in, absolutely. Because this, this guy can absolutely coach one of the best teams I've ever seen. In cinema history. Lamley flies together. Um, frail in or frail out? I have a question. Yes. Eric has a question. What's your what's your biggest life regret? Oh, God. Ooh. Wow, Eric, what's the joining this podcast? Jesus, man has asked a question about fucking dinosaurs for a year. And, and, and then <laughs> after, when you're done with that response, could you actually give us some commentary on your opinion of the Meghan Markle interview? Yeah. <laughs> um, not listening to Levitard at an earlier age. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.